This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan right now. Brought to you by Ford and your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Good. Let me ask you this. If in the days where you had to write everything by hand and you weren't doing computers and stuff, if your shoulder came out of socket like Stefan Gilmore, do you think you would just tell one of your fellow writers to just pop it back in and you'd be good to go just like Stefan Gilmore? Absolutely. <laughs> and be good to go the next week, too. I have to admit. Why are you, you're acting like this is a big deal. You're saying you just want to leave your shoulder out of socket? Yeah. Why would you do that, Kevin? I'm just, I've always been amazed by the people that can do that. Yeah. And then Stefan immediately was like, yeah, no, I should be good to go next week. Because I have to admit, that was my primary concern coming out of this game is how hurt is he? And then correct me if I'm wrong, Mick, but it sure did sound like Gilmore's like, yeah, no, I'm good. No, and I was told that, uh, yeah, he should be able to go what they do. Uh, a lot of times they just put a harness on it uh, to make sure it doesn't slip out. Because once it slips out, obviously the li- the ligament is stretched, right? A- and so to protect it from doing it again, uh, they have some sort of harness they can put on it to keep it in place. Yeah. He may need something. They swell. Afterwards. Is there swelling or anything to deal with? I'm- uh, depends on how bad uh, the dislocation is. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, um, yeah, I was told when I asked, it was like, oh yeah, he, he should be able to go. No big so deal. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's no big deal to the rest of us, yeah. to him maybe so, but yeah, that was, uh, that was unfortunate, but it's not like, um, I don't know. There were some other injuries that were pretty significant yesterday, weren't there? True. The playoff teams. True. Detroit, the tight end. Yeah, Laporta. Philadelphia, perhaps. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Philadelphia's brains hurt uh, right now. I so is their heart. Exactly their heart's right. broken. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you're right. When it comes to the game yesterday, Mick, we were having this discussion. About five minutes into the second quarter, ten minutes into the second quarter, were you thinking, I can't believe that this is – this competitive a game so far? Uh, somewhat, but it was like, okay, they got two fluky plays and they scored 10 points. Uh, and if you think about it, if it wasn't for those two fluky plays, it's a shutout, right? Yes. Yeah. I told you 30 to nothing. <laughs> they broke my heart. <laughs> it was 31 to zero after uh, 10 to seven. Yeah, right. So you got that right after you take out the what first twenty-five point. minutes. point. Yeah, good job. I mean, I mean, you know, they 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 missed the block on the edge, right? Yeah. For the, and they blocked the field goal, and then a tip ball at the line of scrimmage ends up being an interception to set up the uh, the touch. Well, the touchdown first, and then the field goal. Other than that, 
they only gained uh, 180 yards. I mean, they were awful. And, and and the Cowboys did what they should have done to that team, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for those two plays, they shut them out. Uh, they ended up uh, gaining like 420, 440 yards. It was the second most uh, this year. And the only teams that gained less than the 180 yards that Washington did uh, was the Giants twice, 171 and 172. Uh, so, yeah, when you're playing a team that's going to lose eight straight, the coach is going to get fired before the rest of us woke up this morning, uh, and they're 4-13, they're and 13, you should beat them that bad. And it finally, you know, played out, and sometimes that's why they play four quarters in the NFL. When when they end the season that way, is it this just feel different to you this going heading into the playoffs? Well, does, I think it's good. Different? I think it's good that you won two straight, right? You don't want to go in the playoffs and haven't gotten beat and I think they feel good about themselves. Uh but for, for all the things that they did from a statistical standpoint uh and the fact that they won the NFC East for the second time in three years. Uh, the thing I was most impressed about is there was no huge celebration. You know, when they came into the locker room, it was just kind of a couple of hugs. Uh, I didn't hear anybody say, hey, how about those Cowboys, right? right. Uh, they weren't playing music and, you know, celebrating and loud laughter. Uh, they did what they expected to do, and I thought that was a good uh, emotional response to doing that. It's like, okay, this was our goal, and we accomplished it, but uh, we got bigger things that we want to do. So this was just the first step. Uh, you know, somebody had asked me for the game when uh, kind of the some people on the charter, and they go, have you ever been on the charter when they clinched the division crown? What was the celebration like? And I was trying to think, well, I know I was on it when they lost it uh, in the final game. But after a little bit of talking I could hear in the background while I was working, everybody went to sleep. You know, it was it was like, okay, we did what we were supposed to do, and I think that was a good way to response. There was no, uh, you know, what was the, everybody got mad at the Rangers for celebrating, right? We were. I was just, yeah. I, I just, right? yes, yeah. The uh, the Astros they shared a, a nice uh, champagne toast yeah. and, and so moved this, on about their business. Yeah, and this was just okay. We won, but. We got bigger fish to fry, and I thought that was a good response from an emotional standpoint, knowing that that's just the first step. I understand that the commander's defensive line has gone through a lot of personnel changes, both with trades and injuries, but I got to admit, man, I thought the Cowboys' offensive line did a heck of a job, and I thought Bass and Hoffman held up. Well, and you almost forgot they were in there, right? Yep. Uh, yes. Which is a great yep. thing, yes. right? And and so um, Dak doesn't get sacked, right? And it's been a while uh, since that took place. And some of those plays, it felt like he had forever right? to throw them. And ball. the other thing is he, he didn't run the ball once. And, and usually when he's running – of late, it's because he's trying to save from getting a sack, right? Yeah. Nobody's open. I got to yeah. go. He didn't even have to run the ball. Uh, and as Tyler Biotish told me after the game, he said, yeah, we didn't blink. Uh, and, and the other thing is they, they didn't really change uh, their uh, mode of attack. You know, they kind of 
kept running what they had planned to run. Uh, it wasn't like, oh, they were having to keep the uh, running back in or uh, keep two tight ends all the time to try to help those guys out. Uh, they came in and did their job, and, and, and especially uh, Hoffman, who didn't find out he was going to uh, he was going to have to start until right before they had to do the inactives uh, because early, uh, you know, we had gotten an email and it said, you know, Zach Martin is still ill, but uh, he's going to play. And I saw him come out and, you know, maybe two and a half hours before the game and he was going through his stretching and everything that he normally does. But I thought it was kind of weird because it wasn't raining. He had his hoodie on, and it was tied up, and you can barely see his face, right? And I'm going, oh, he must be, you know, really suffering. And someone told me, yeah, it got bad. He said he was almost green, <laughs> they said. Oh. I know, exaggeration, right? But he wasn't feeling really well. So it's like, hey, Brock, you're up, you know, and. Uh, and I think that, you know, the good thing is, is he probably got practice during the week when they rest uh, Zach and T.J. Bass was, you know, working on the left side in place of Tyler uh, Smith. So they were prepared and, and they went out and performed. And I thought that was that was one of the more impressive things. And there was a lot of impressive things with Dak's four touchdowns two to C.D. Lamb and, you know, the defense playing as well as it did. Uh, but the fact that they held together on the offensive line was encouraging and maybe encouraging going forward, knowing that maybe you're developing uh, some uh, future starting offensive linemen on, on the cheap. Yeah, that's a nice addition to what you're doing there. Uh, so is Deron Bland Defensive Player of the Year adding that last uh, the, oh you know, center yeah. seven? So. Yeah, I, that would be somewhat of an upset right because <laughs> he doesn't have any sacks yeah right? oh, uh, and i i stat. mean I, we know how that goes so uh but you know it was still pre- i mean that might have been his best interception right i so mean nice. he he had to twist yeah. turn he played dive. receiver on that one yeah and 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 he ended up catching the ball on top of it so yeah that one was pretty impressive um and, you know i know the ball was a little bit under underthrown but uh, once again, they got pressure on the quarterback. They had four sacks, right? And that was, what, the first time in five games they've had more than one sack? Uh, and, and so that that certainly uh, helped out. And, you know, the hits on the quarterback start taking toll, too. Uh, and once again, Demarcus Lawrence ruined that one possession, right? I'd um, love to see it. Yeah. And, and so – a lot of that stuff, you know, bodes well going forward, and not because the numbers were impressive or who they did it against. They just did what they should have done uh, and scored, you know, 38 points against a, a, a bad team, a team that was missing personnel. But, again, we can go back and say, well, the Cowboys had two starting offensive linemen, one a pro bowler, one maybe a future pro bowler, not in the game. Was there, from that perspective then, was there anything else? Because we brought up Tony Pollard a little bit earlier. Was there anything else in that game that you really wanted to see that you did see going into the Well, playoffs? I thought they ran the ball decently, right? 131 yes. yards, and they held uh, Washington, and I'm sure they came in thinking they were going to run the ball uh, to 50 yards rushing. So uh, I thought that was impressive. Uh, somebody mentioned to me before the game, uh, that um, 
they don't win on grass. It's like, okay, one on grass, one on the road, although it really wasn't the road because they said, I think they listed the attendance at 63-plus thousand, and I'm going, oh, I don't know if there was that many people. And if if there was 60,000, it seemed like 40,000 Cowboy fans because uh, the whole lower blow, uh, bowl was uh, dressed in blue. So I guess it was an away game. You had to travel, but uh, from a crowd standpoint, it was a pro Cowboys uh, crowd. Do you feel like it'll be interesting next year when Chris Mullins and Tim Hardaway are the coaches no, for the Washington Commanders? No, that is Commanders? not what they're doing, Mike. <laughs> Steve Kerr. Mitch Richmond. That's good. Rick Barry. No, they're not going to hire a basketball person just because I realize it's weird that they brought in a basketball person to help with the search. Right. And it's a basically a search committee, right? Yes. So, with uh, Magic Johnson and Bob Myers, right? Right. <laughs> yes. Mike is convinced Maybe that... Maybe Phil Jackson. Hey, you know what, though? I've, I've got to give him this. With the new owner, uh, Harris, that is the last name? Yes. Uh, I saw some minor tweaks that were improvement, like... And this Toilet may not flushed. sound this may not sound like great to you guys, but when you're there and you've got a bad angle to watch the game and you're not high, uh, they actually finally took the scoreboard off their video board and had a stationary one above it, so you could always see what the time was and the down and distance instead of them advertising on the video board and the scoreboard used to go away. So. Not a big thing, but it was the, one of the first things uh, I, I noticed. And then even the food in the press box was like 100% better than what it has been for all those years. Oh, so now we get the real agenda yep. from So Nikki I'm Stiddle. saying this new owner, he's got it going, right? Give us a good spread. They Give even the replaced the they even replaced the floor in, in 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 the bathroom in the press box too and it looked like it was wooden right it was the fake whatever those things are right? laminate? laminate yeah laminate but it was certainly was better than old crusty tile they had in there so i just noticed oh, some improvements you know masterpiece or contractors <laughs> <laughs> I, you guys I love it this is awesome that's great stuff mick excellent insight <laughs> about topics we didn't even know we needed the insight so on. if he can do that stuff i bet he can hire somebody to be the head coach okay we will look forward to that don right, nelson guys. it's not going to be a basketball pr- okay see you later mickey <laughs> see Doc you guys. chris weber he was the first overall pick he called timeout. They're like, oh, we're Van Gundy. He's always rumored to be a coach. Maybe. <laughs> he's available. I don't know what he's doing. Did you forget for a second this is an audio medium? Because you looked right at Corey and you just shrugged your shoulders and you're like, kind of nodded your head like, I could see that. I mean, it could be. He threw it out there. I'm not... They're gonna they're gonna unturn all the stones or something. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. the one trying to knock all these ideas. Mike's the one being open-minded about the possibilities. Yeah. Maybe it will be a Golden State Warrior, and you're already <laughs> discounting them. You know what? That's According fine. to Bobby Belt, they can't be worse than Mike McCarthy, yeah. <laughs> who led Dak to his greatest year ever at quarterback. He's probably going to finish second in MVP voting despite hating his head coach and disagreeing with every play call. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Wanker of the Weekend. Who was the best at being the worst this weekend, and why was it the Eagles? We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. 
In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Shot clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. First and goal for the Giants. Taylor, option, Barkley gets there for the touchdown. Second of the day for Saquon Barkley. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. It's time for Wanker of the Weekend. Who was the best at being the worst this weekend, and why is it the Eagles? We can expand beyond that if you want, but I feel like the Philadelphia Eagles are... Well, they're the worst in general, but going into the playoffs, they really are the worst. Okay, what is it that makes you, like, just being, like, they're physically not good. They're they're just not a good football team right now. Yeah, they were losing 24-0 to uh, to the Giants, and Jason Kelsey is like, we've played, like, effing trash yeah, the last true. six games. Yeah, that's very true. Matt <laughs> Patricia is a miserable defensive coordinator. And it's taking this long for people to figure it out. I don't understand how he still has a job. He's like the guy that Mike McCarthy brought in that first year. Yes. What was his name? Mike Nolan? Nolan. Yeah, Mike Nolan. Everybody who was a, not that I have tons of 49er fans, but everybody who was a 49ers fan when they brought in Mike Nolan here to Dallas was like, I can't believe you guys have him as your defensive coordinator. Like, he's really bad. And he proved out to be really bad at that job. But with Philadelphia... They get blown out by New York in a very meaningful game. Going into that game, you need to win that game. If you do, you're probably going to be the three seed if Washington can beat Dallas. And halfway, not halfway through, I guess halfway through the second quarter, it looked like Dallas might lose. I know that us, the Cowboys, blew them out. but So I look at Philadelphia, and I'm going to ask you this question. Obviously, they couldn't win in New York here late in the year. Would they have won if, if if the Cowboys were at New York mm-hmm. and the Eagles were at Washington? Do you think the Eagles would have beat those Washington Commanders? Not the way they're playing. I don't think so either. Like the the wow. way that the way that Philadelphia is playing right now, they're they're disorganized on the defensive side of the ball. Their offense is floundering at best, and Jalen Hurts doesn't even look like he wants to be the quarterback of the team right now. Like he really, the look on his face is just so. I want to say melancholy, but it's even worse than that. He looks like Bill Belichick. You can't tell what his what he's thinking because it's just so. Uh, 
I don't you even want to be here. Infinite sadness. Too? Uh, yes. Yeah. Melancholy right. and the infinite sadness. Kevin, yes. I see you're 50 50 on that game. If Philadelphia had to go to Washington this week, I can't say either way, right. but that's kind of a sad reflection, right? Do they beat anybody in the NFC North right now if they had to go to their building? If they had to go to Chicago, Detroit, Green Bay, or Minnesota, do they beat any of those teams right I think now? They, I think they. Would maybe beat Minnesota. I feel All like Minnesota is another team. Oh, did you see Nick Mullins' in. big uh, Brett Favre throw to his tight end? It was like a 45-yard pass down the middle of the field. If they had to go that. to, obviously, they just lost to Arizona, so we know that's a loss. Yeah, They're not beating San Francisco, Seattle, or Los Angeles. They'd lose to all of those teams. Did they get their 10-1 and record and then just decide that's good enough for the playoffs? We'll, we'll see y'all then. Is it that, feels like, like that's, that, that's right? That's kind of the way it – and, Mike, that maybe that is – human nature is they did good enough and they're like all right we'll just we'll wait it out i wonder if they had confidence of after last year the confidence of making it to the super bowl coming back with a similar team i know different they lost some guys but they almost fed off of that confidence and that winning of 2022 and as soon as that got broken as soon as their confidence got shook are we that good it went to we're actually not good and then i go to the nfc south obviously they're playing tampa this week i don't know i guess they beat carolina i would give them a win against carolina so we're saying that they're better than maybe the commanders who have the second pick and the carolina panthers who should have the first pick those are the two teams in the nfc that kevin you have confidence that they would be i think that's where i'm at which is crazy which would make them the third worst team maybe maybe they do beat Atlanta, how bad they played in the final yeah. week of the season if they went to Atlanta. But, I mean, that's how bad they are. They're in the playoffs, and they do have an 11-6 and eleven and six record. But when you start really going, would they beat this team on the road? You go to, I'm confident they would beat Carolina, and I'm pretty sure they would beat Washington, and that's it. And, like, you added the injury to the insult yesterday. Jalen Hurts' finger was turned around is they were worth <laughs> that's how i passed out my son was like that looked exactly like my finger and i'm like i know that's why i passed Stop out at your basketball it, game aj brown they were concerned that he might have torn his acl now i i know like the follow-up is it doesn't look like that's the case but they in addition to not playing well they ran into injury problems there the i i know when i talk about ted lasso and the positivity and everything but what was ted lasso's first and foremost important thing believe the, believe. believe and that builds in the group of guys in the locker room like that's the most important part when mike mccarthy was done yesterday and doing his his uh wrap-up press conferences that's what he was talking about the most is he, how proud he was of what they are in the Cowboys locker room right now and what they've overcome this season. Maybe not the same adversity uh, that Michigan has uh, over this time, but, you know, all the things that they've overcome to to do what they're doing. And the Eagles locker room is proof that if you don't have a good locker room, things can fall apart very quickly for you. So, yeah, man, those, those dudes right there, they don't look like they want to be playing football right now. I just want to point out for the record, I don't not saying that I think these two things are related, but apparently social media has a different thought. Is Taylor Swift one of the wankers of the weekend because Travis Kelsey doesn't play, breaks his streak of seven straight thousand yard seasons? Is that because of the Taylor Swift effect? How meaningful do you think it was to Travis Kelsey? Man, I was watching the last minute of that game against the Commanders where they hustled the ball to McLaurin. 
It feels like it is important. Well, but he's yeah, I understand. McLaurin has nothing else, right? Like that team Kevin, sucks. just look at everything that he he has no quarterbacks that he ever wants to play with. Yeah. He's still there and from everything we learned, he's still positive uh, about everything. He but Travis Kelsey has championships, Taylor Swift, State Farm endorsements. Yeah, endorsements are important. COVID so, and flu commercials. <laughs> yeah, he's got all sorts of endorsements. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, like, that's where. How much does COVID and flu pay him? I don't know. I got to find out, though. Like, I'm just gonna, big. Oh, totally. Pharma, give me, <laughs> give me all the shots, big pharma. Um, the uh, so maybe that's like I don't know how important the thousand another thousand yards is to him. Uh, but no, man, I don't think it has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. I, I still wonder how Andy Reid decision how real their relationship is. Oh, they look in love, man. So you believe it's real. I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm just I believe like, it's a relationship that's happening right now. Yeah. I have no clue where oh. it's going to go beyond that. I like, that. like, I really have zero clue where it'll go in the next year. So I think it's more of, one, I, for the season, not yesterday, but for the season. I think NFL teams know that they're guarding minor league wide receivers on the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, literally very few of those guys can play in the NFL. I do think Rice is a future number two receiver, but right now he's like a number three, number four, having to be their number one. Sky Moore's a complete bust, shouldn't be in the NFL. He's just living off of his draft status. Like they just have, so I think Travis Kelsey, my point is, is I think a lot of teams said, hey, we don't have to worry about the three guys with wide receiver numbers. We just have to worry about Travis Kelsey. And then Travis Kelsey, I believe, is 34 years old. Do I have I think his? That is correct. So he's slowing down. He's getting worse. He's not getting better anymore. He's getting worse. And they don't have to worry about anybody on the field except for him. So I think that's why his numbers are going down more than the Taylor Swift thing. $5 million off the field endorsements for Travis Kelsey with Nike, Bud Light, uh, and State Farm, including uh, the Pfizer as well. I honestly would have guessed it was more than that. I mean, $5 million is a lot of damn money. I might have guessed it was more than that. Uh, are the stars of the weekend. What happened? They lost in Nashville. They lost in Nashville. This is their third straight loss. All of them have been by one goal, and they've been outscored in the last two third periods. So I think a major issue watching a little bit of the Nashville game is Miro is very important to their average defense. I guess I'll call their defense average, but if you take out Miro and Otter, they're probably one of the – I don't know the NHL well. They have to be one of the five worst defenses now in the NHL. Now, I know Otter's coming back. at least the bottom 10, right. but I hear you. So, at this point, you start looking at it and you go, how much can they survive these, let's just say, next five games? I'm hoping that Otter comes back within those five games, and then I'm hoping maybe after five more games that Miro comes back because at this point, you're a bad defensive team. And so, I don't know, like, how much can – it's like a survival thing because hopefully at the end of the year, you're completely healthy with Miro, completely healthy with Otter – and then you make a trade and add a, an above-average defenseman to help you out because I'm in on this Stars team, but it is it is worrisome now where you're at health-wise and what you're doing defensively. Yeah, and do you get healthier in the season? Uh, a lot of times, no, is the answer there. Like, maybe right. maybe they maybe they will but it always feels like once you've gotten that guy back now somebody else is down for a stretch and it's going to it's going to hurt you but can you get everybody healthy by the time of the playoffs 
that's going to take a while. Hopefully you can get to that point. But they, they do need to be a little bit of a tougher mentality defensive team. I would like to see that, but that's something I've been asking for for a few years now. So I I feel bad for this fella. I guess kind of this is just the nature of sports is, is Mac Jones go down as one of the wankers of the weekend is he was a healthy scratch in the game yesterday and served as the emergency quarterback we're still just a few years removed from him looking like he could be the best quarterback out of that entire bunch now not only is that definitely not he made the, the case. playoffs his rookie yes, year yes and his card prices were the highest he was up there in rookie of the year and now they're like don't even bother He's uh, I, how much like, does he get released in the off season? They're going to take a court. They have number three. I do think that I just wonder when they work out the quarterbacks, New England, if that's the team that Chicago works out a deal with for I them to go that. from three to one. It makes sense for Chicago if they do still believe in Justin Fields to still get Marvin Harrison Jr. Yep. with their pick, and then for. New England, they don't have to take the third quarterback in this draft. They get to take the best quarterback, in, at least according to their scouts. The I'm best sure they'll do the thing where they'll try to see if they can shop him for something. Yeah. And then inevitably, when that gets to be disappointing, I do want. Maybe it's Trey Lance. Maybe they get a – did the Cowboys have to give up a seventh-round pick? Is mm. that what the Cowboys did for Trey Lance? Uh, I thought it was like a fourth or a fifth. Honestly, I hope it wasn't a fourth. Okay, but to we... your point, uh, I do think that maybe uh, uh, somewhere between a fourth and seventh round pick, and I think fourth would be too high. That a team says, "Let's trade for Mac Jones to be our backup quarterback," and maybe him being out of that pressure situation to be has it. It didn't work out for Greasy Brian Greasy when he had to take over for John Elway. It obviously didn't work for it's almost impossible to take over for a legend and say you're the guy taking over for the legend of our franchise's history. Yeah, you want to be the next guy. You know, you want to be the the one after that guy. And nothing against Quincy Carter. Obviously, I don't think he would have been good no matter what, but it's almost impossible to take over for the legend of the the organization. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. We're actually going to continue sort of all the sadness involved with Belichick's possible final game with the Patriots. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. And the Jets hoping to finish off this game as Hall carries again. Gets a first down, motoring down the sideline. It's still going and in for a Jets touchdown. And Brees Hall... With the finishing touches. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. A lot of sadness involved in that Jets-Patriots game in particular. So let's go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Mike, ask all the football questions. Starts right now. Oh, my goodness. I had this discussion with my wife, and she said a lot of money. The Jets and the Patriots, they say we need people to go to this game. It's going to be snowing, freezing cold, and right. nobody's ever going to score. <laughs> if they fly you up there first class, yep. give you a five-star hotel, okay. but you have to get to the game early and then watch every second of that game. We'll give you Merlino wool socks. We'll try to keep you as warm as possible. We'll give you the Bill Belichick coat and all and that. have awesome seats. You have awesome seats. And- yeah, I'm seats in a suite. 
You guys did. You guys just took all that. Yeah, I'm taking the no, suite. No, we we I still don't need any money. Both of us needed five thousand dollars. Five thousand so. dollars. That sounds like an amazing. I get to stay at a five star hotel. Get to go to an NFL game. You don't care about travel. a five star hotel. That's probably out of uh, every person at the station. You would be like, uh, and, and it's a bed. But that's why okay. I would check it out for this one time. <laughs> okay, the Patriots yeah. paid for this five star hotel. Okay. So you five thousand dollars? Yeah, we decided on the number would be five thousand dollars. Like per I'll, I'll, person or yeah, for per, y'all as a no, couple per person. So we get ten. We get ten thousand to go sit in that horrible weather so for four hours. I'll, I mean, I'll take that too. I, I guess I should have held out. You guys though were good with first yeah. class plane tickets and five star hotel. Yeah, yeah, and a ticket to see the game in the snow. That's cool. I love. I love yeah. to do that one time. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm not going to do it every time, though. That's why but I this need a, one time, yeah. I need I'm a in. roof. So <laughs> the Patriots lose to the Jets 17-3. to Why does that matter? Well, in the playoffs, it doesn't matter at all. But Bill Belichick now ties the NFL record for most ever losses by a head coach. He's tied with two others. Most ever losses by any head coach? By an NFL head coach. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, oh, that's impressive. Who do you think he's tied with? Tom Landry. No. It has to be somebody who's in the Hall of Fame. Does Don it? Shula. Does it? Ooh. Don Shula, fifth on the list. Tom Landry, fourth on the list. So you're right about that first part. I don't know Chuck if you're Noll? right about the next part. Chuck Noll? Nope. Is he? So he's, he's not. Think, is, is this guy dead? Bill Parcells. Think worse. Think worse, coach. Al Groh. <laughs> the dude who coached the Washington team for a long time, who hated Tom Landry. Why am I forgetting his name? Joe Gibbs? No, that was before. Sonny Jurgensen. What? He's the quarterback. Uh, Vinny. Uh, Otto. Lo- Otto Graham. Lombardi. Vince Lombardi. Vinny so when Lombardi. I said think worse, your thought I was. I don't know. Vince Lombardi. Jeff Fisher. Oh, he stinks. Oh, I didn't even think. See, here's the thing. I just assumed with Jeff Fisher that it would have been like. The most middle, yes. where it just put him right in the middle of most losses and most wins, because that's where he is. He's an eight hundred. He's a five hundred. That's it. Dan Reeves. Uh, so check Thunder this Dan. out. All nobody ever called him Thunder Dan, Mike. I think so. When it's he was with the Suns, not all Dan's are <laughs> Thunder Dan. All three of them have one hundred and sixty-five losses. Dan Reeves won one hundred and ninety games. Jeff Fisher one hundred and seventy-three games. Bill Belichick three hundred and two games. So Jeff Fisher would have to come back and go 129 and 0. Is Dan match. Reeves in the Hall of Fame? I think he is. Okay, so he doesn't have. To, well, either way, I wouldn't yeah. put him in the class yes. of Jeff Fisher. Yeah. yeah, but so do you consider Jeff Fisher? I guess longevity, the worst coach in NFL history. Yeah. Because usually coaches that oh, are that average or bad don't get to coach for 20 years. I was going to say the most yeah, mediocre coach of, in all of history. That but, I can definitely. But you like, gotta, nothing against Wade Phillips, but teams figured out pretty quick he shouldn't be a head coach. Hey, Love you, Wade. But that was kind of the consensus after he was your head coach for a year or two. Yeah. You're like, ooh, he's a great defensive coordinator. Kind of yeah. like after Kevin Costner did The Postman. They said, hey, no more directing for you, buddy. You're just going to act. Yeah, Water I don't World. think I ever even Remember saw that. Water World? I did see that. <laughs> God, I was like, all I'm doing is looking at water for three but hours. But Bull Durham, Tin, uh, Tin Cup, but he didn't direct Yellowstone, those, did he? all he did? great acting ventures. Yeah. Not a great, not a great defensive, want to show not a great head coach, yeah. great defensive coordinator. He's the Belichick, right? Bel- you, you can't you pick out Belichick, the groceries. Pick the groceries, <laughs> and all of a sudden you got old rotten broccoli that smells like smells your house up 
And then he's like, yeah, let's make some sauerkraut with that too. And you're just like, sauerkraut and old broccoli is not a good combination. He's like, just watch this Arizona State wide receiver. Now, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, those are all fair points. Now, the Patriots... <laughs> That also snapped. He's the last great Arizona State wide receiver. <laughs> He's got know. a good point. Like yeah. I can't he think of him. one. He's like, I'm gonna fix it. I guarantee, if they keep Belichick, he wants the North Carolina quarterback. I, I'm sure you're right about that. This broke the Patriots' 15 game winning streak against the Jets, and also, Mike, I think you'll appreciate this. Somebody had a custom made Patriots hoodie with the number zero, and it said sadness on the back. So all these people in the snowstorm are wearing their jackets. He's got his hoodie that just says sadness, and it sticks out in the crowd yesterday. Oh, man. Sadness is the worst. My wife tried to throw out my Wang jersey yesterday. Oh, Because no. you're talking about, like, no different. Wang. For Wang Juju. But on the back, she's like, do you need this jersey? And I was like, yes, this is a huge collector's item. Number 16 with the word Wang on the back yeah. is a great jersey to Are have. Are you sure that's how that conversation went? Are you sure she didn't say something else and you thought the jersey? Do I, she wanted to throw out me? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go from that She probably sometimes does. I'll <laughs> I'll explain it to you when you're older. Oh. All right, let's talk about Gardner Minshew. They lost the battle, but he might have won the war. He earned a $2 million incentive for playing 60% of Indianapolis's, at least 60% of their snaps this year. And when he signed that deal, neither he nor the Colts thought that he would meet that. They were like, no, we're starting this Anthony Richardson kid. We're going to be just fine. Yeah. And good. then all that fell apart. Hey. That guy should have caught the ball. Yes. It wasn't he a good pass. Bad throw. It wasn't a good pass, but a catchable pass. I agree. Look at how go back and look at how many receivers that were targeted and didn't catch in that game. I think it's like four or five different receivers were targeted and never had a catch in that game. So maybe he just throws an uncatchable ball. Mike's always talk about like guys who throw lots of interceptions, catchable football. Right. Maybe Minshew just can't. Your guy Jadavion Clowney earned a $750,000 bonus for getting to nine and a half sacks this season. Fun fact, he's been at nine or nine and a half four times. Never had double-digit sacks in his 10-year career. Yeah. What, what year was he drafted? I feel 2014. like... 2014. God, he's probably the same age as the Washington players tonight playing he's in the He's only 30. Game. Do you know how many all-time career sacks he has, Kevin? 72 and two tall Jones man y'all are both way too high oh no. 51 and a half all-time wow. sacks in his career Will Smith that's behind I think I counted it the other day I think that's still like behind 40 other uh current defensive Ooh. ends in the league or something like that it's just something I think it's I think it's a yeah 51 and a half total in his career 52 and my my part sorry we had to add this last one 52 okay. and a half All which right. is just insane to see how many people have had better careers than him though he should have like you saw the hit that one hit in college was like oh my gosh this dude's taking over the world he became the number one overall pick I said you shouldn't do that that being said, he uh, he has had 52 and a half career sacks. Now, Good for him. Bad a news, lot of money. Bad news for the Steelers. They, made the, I, they made the playoffs. They, they didn't make the playoffs. I guess it could have been Why worse. Why is that bad news? Is, they well, have to show that quarterback play. Well, I guess Mason Rudolph's their quarterback that's now. That's right. They are going to be without T.J. Watt. He suffered a grade three MCL sprain 
Looks like it's going to be a multi-week injury, but I know the initial concern, just like it was with A.J. Brown, that he might have torn his ACL. So if you have, if you create two boys and they are unbelievable defensive players, do they just have to have injury careered? Like the Watts and the Boses. Every time Ooh. I feel like we discuss them, they are both, the brothers are unbelievable. But it feels like every year they're dealing with major injuries, like all of them, the Boses and the Watts. Is that good for Parsons that he doesn't have a brother who's also great at defense? <laughs> I guess based on the logic you good just question. presented. Lawrence Taylor didn't have a brother. Well, he might have, but not in the NFL. Reggie White. So I think this is good news for Micah Parsons that he somehow doesn't have a brother also playing at Penn State that's about to be drafted and being awesome. Because if you have another brother who's great at football on defense, that means you guys can't stay healthy. We will keep track of the situation as it goes on throughout the day. But thus far, the Panthers fired their GM while the Commanders and Falcons fired their head coach. Those are the biggest personnel moves thus far. And the Commanders are getting a new GM. Uh, which And they asked to basically yeah. interview every assistant GM and GM out there from what Schefter has posted. Like They asked for everybody. This guy on Twitch just said it doesn't have to be just defensive brothers. Who's out for the year for the Dallas Cowboys at cornerback? Trey. Diggs. Two brothers. Really good at football. Has Stefan Diggs ever had injury? I don't think he's ever had injury problems, though. I think he's been pretty much healthy his whole career. We got the injured brother. Oh, no. How did that happen? What? Kevin, how'd you let this happen? Was that, That's your takeaway? I'm just, just go, I forgot about oh the Diggs brothers, but they both don't play defense. But we got the defensive one. Uh, if your brother plays offense, he's going to be healthy. He'll be all right. So you need to tell your brother if he's great at football, too, we both can't play defense because <laughs> we will both be injured all the time. Yeah, let's both just play offense instead. Okay, I guess that's one way of looking at it is let's go I don't, I don't think you're being serious about that uh, i think my philosophy's good <laughs> why was there such a long pause between you saying good well he Couldn't wanted to say great word. he wanted to say great and then he decided on good lock solid is what i was thinking in my head and that didn't sound right to say rock solid's probably the better word because rocks are solid so Allegedly. see how i just went with good now i told you this could have been the case Going in to this final game, do you remember the quarterback who is the only quarterback in the history of the NFL to lead the league in interceptions and then touchdowns the next year? Norm Van Brocklin. It's not Norm Van Brocklin. Uh, The guy that quarterbacked in the 40s that also did that thing that Dak did. Westlake or something. Westwood, whatever his name was. Bob Waterfield. Waterfield. Waterman. What we were looking for. (laughs) No, not not one of our people here. Bob Waterfield, 1945, led the league in interceptions. Next year, led the league in touchdown passes. Dak has now replicated that, and Bob Waterfield is in the Hall of Fame. As much as I appreciate that, Kevin, the text is telling us other names. And, yes, the Kelseys both play offense. Most of them have been healthy most of their careers. What about the Sharp brothers? Oh, One of them's career ended because of injury. And don't do an interview, But they were offensive guys. Like Cat Williams, Zach, yes! Martin, Zach Martin, and Nick Martin. His brother has been injured for a lot, a lot of his career. So there's a lot going. This the Manning brothers, both quarterbacks. The how ball much? brothers in basketball. Yeah, all the balls. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, would you give if you you have two boys? Mm-hmm. Would you give all the DNA to one boy in like if he was great at sports? 
if he was if he was great at sports. And then all the Mike. DNA went to him that was like the positive sports DNA, uh-huh. the 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 gifted traits, and the health. Mm-hmm. And your other son, you're like, you don't have any athleticism, and I guess you're going to be unhealthy, but it doesn't matter because <laughs> you were never going to make it anyway. And it doesn't matter to you either? You're going to be unhealthy because you took away all their DNA? I don't know if you understand how that all works. The good DNA. Uh-huh. The RNA? Coming up next, resin? <sighs> DNA. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.